0: Capital 263 Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263 My name is Christopher Farai Charamba
1: And I'm Tawande Henry Beatty And uh, yeah, welcome to uh, the best political podcast in the country
0: we're, we're still the, aren't we the only one?
1: We're still the only one, right? Yeah, until someone makes a, a Bond note version of us huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're still the only OGs and the only original one <laughs> That would be interesting. Um, uh, yeah, so, you, as you can obviously guess, uh, we're talking about bond notes today.
0: Yeah, today's topic is bond notes. They're out, they are circulating currencies, surrogate currency, Exporting. monopoly money, export incentive. We're not sure which is which, but um, we did try to get some economists on the show. <laughs>
1: and, and none of them would stake their reputation. To defend them or or, or (laughs) offer an opinion, except those that write under pseudonyms.
0: (laughs) But we did find one person who um, is quite knowledgeable on Bond Notes, and uh, he is here to talk about them. His name is uh, Chris Chenga. Chris, please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, what you're about. And, and why are you asking why for you're... money right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> and why are you... Qualified... preferably? Who, he note. was just
1: asking for cash. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think he wants a, a bond note. note, you know? <laughs> no, no, no,
0: even
2: an American note. Preferably an American dollar note.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, American Chris, notes on me right now. Okay. Um, okay. For, Hi, my name the... is
2: Chris Cheka, by the way. Um, I'm not a surrogate person. I am <laughs> myself. Thank you guys for having me on Politics and Beyond. The number one politics and general talk... Um, podcast in Zimbabwe Um, yeah um, yeah
0: tell us about yourself Chris what do you do why are you qualified to speak about
2: bond notes um, firstly I'm a social commentator um, who delves sometimes into economic matters Um, why am I qualified to talk on bond notes is as a citizen with a vested interest in a sustainable monetary system who's actually trying to accumulate savings, trying to regularly have friendly relations with my bank, I have a vested interest in speaking on bond notes. Um, In terms of why am I the perfect person to speak about it, I don't know, but I do think that if we're to speak seriously, though, I don't think a lot of discourse in Zimbabwe is conducted quite thoroughly as it should. So, for instance, there are a lot of misconceptions and incomplete conclusions about bond notes. Now, all it takes is a little bit of research. Who am I? My background is I'm a researcher. Um, I like to speak from a position of research and factual grounds. Why is that important right now in Zimbabwe? Because a lot of conversations are not spoken from factual grounds. They're spoken from politicized angles. They're spoken from a lot of um, social sentiment than actually what it is. Hence, um, as an instrument on the market, I do not think we've actually had fair representation and explanation of what bond
0: actually are.
1: All right, that's uh, that's great, and uh, thanks for that. You're speaking from a position of uh, research. I am speaking uh, from my own perspective, my own position. Um, certainly not an economist. Uh, certainly not an expert on uh, bond notes. Um, so I think some of the views that uh, our listeners and yourselves should get rid of, uh, ready for are maybe the social impact and the the predominant, uh, you know chat and chit chat on the tweets and on the streets um that's uh, basically like but like always you know we speak for ourselves and we're just trying to get uh, keep everyone as informed as possible
0: indeed um myself as well i am no expert on bond notes the last uh, economics class i took was in a level which was quite a while ago so i mean i can tell you about supply and demand but <laughs> about <laughs> this monetary instrument that we have now it would be a bit of a challenge and as henry said Um, do represent ourselves we encourage everyone to share their opinions because it's part of the conversation and it hopefully will help us develop a better nation once we have people talking and once we have people engaging so that is what we intend to do here just spark the debate
1: yeah so um as you've noticed i've got chris one and Chris one as well. You guys are (laughs) one-to-one. Sorry. um, Enough of the bond note puns. Um, But yeah, Chris, actually, what is a bond note? um, And why is it necessary?
2: Um, A bond note is necessary. Um, A bond note is necessary because what you have in your economy right now is something called a liquidity crisis. In other words, there's not enough um, cash to go around to satisfy the necessary amount of transactions that people want to actually be engaged in. So it was an instrument which was kind of put in place, um, theoretically, to actually um, ease that liquidity crunch by putting more liquidity into the market.
1: So, so why are they restricting it to $150 or 150 bonds a week? If you're trying to ease liquidity, you think that you would want as many bonds as many on the street as possible. Why can I only go and only get $50 a day for three days of the week? How does that ease liquidity?
2: Consider it as medication. If you've got a cold, you want fluids, but you're not going to go overdose on fluids. So, especially if you're talking about money, you can't necessarily just push out. So, for instance, there's a $2, two bond note note and a five bond note note, but you haven't seen the five yet, right? You've got to let the market first get used to the new currency. And secondly, there's, if you're gonna have two currencies which are predominant, we're a multi but two currencies which are predominant, which are bond notes and US dollar notes, what you don't want to do is introduce a currency and flood the new currency on the market and actually then have people wonder that, okay, where's the US dollar which was the predominant going? Oh, there's
1: so, risk to that. So poison than medication, you're just doing it slowly. It's
2: medication put at the <laughs> right dosage.
0: So, so, so the bond note is a currency. Yes, I mean, there's been. It is a currency. The bond note is a currency. Okay. So why is there been discussion that it is not a currency, it's or a surrogate currency, or it's a, it's, uh, it's misguided? So discussion.
1: what? What? Why? Why is the R B Z saying it's an export incentive? Why aren't they saying it's currency?
2: They've said it's a currency.
1: Multiple times? I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm looking at the, the press statement here. Mm-hmm. And it's described as an export incentive. The one that from not, the, uh, the 28th of November.
2: The two are not mutually exclusive. You can have a currency that actually functions. Yeah, my question an,
1: is why aren't they describing it as a currency if it is going to be currency? In the press statement.
2: They've you released said bond. Bond
1: notes, um, and I quote a small denomination to fund export incentives up to 5%. Which will be paid to exporters. At no point in the whole press statement does it say that they're releasing a currency into
2: the economy. You actually just did read it when it's a domination. A domination of what?
1: A currency.
2: Your first it, doesn't, statement.
1: it doesn't say currency. I'm asking why are they it's f- shying away? It's not assumed. Why are they shying away from the use of this word currency? Because if it was assumed, they would have said it. If it, they, they are trying, and my answer is they're trying to avoid the necessary panic that saying they're introducing a new currency into the economy would cause
0: why would it cause because panic? then people would assume that it's a zim dollar and once people have the um, impression that it's a zim dollar we are reverting the idea would be we're reverting back to 2008 when the Zim dollar was last in circulation. So I guess then what
2: you guys are emphasizing is we've got to differentiate the bond notes from a Zim do- Zimbabwean dollar note.
1: On the 10th of November 2016, frequently asked questions about bond notes. What are bond notes? Are they not currency? Bond notes are financial instruments guaranteed by an international financial organization. Not at one point does it say they're currency. It literally avoids saying bond notes our currency Why all the euphemisms why if it's a horse it's a horse if it's a dog it's a dog don't tell me it's a mode of transportation because yes a horse may also be a mode of transportation (laughs) but a car is as well so why all the euphemism around calling bonds currency
2: can i revert to you with a question yes certainly now assuming that people have um horror memories of a zim dollar would you not agree that it is sort of it would be irresponsible Of the central bank to push using terminology that actually gives that recurrence of zim dollar zim dollar zim dollar would that not be irresponsible
1: what would be irresponsible is introducing a pseudo currency under a different name which is what they've done explain why it's
2: a pseudo currency (laughs)
1: because you're not calling it a currency so then but you just told me it is a currency so by that definition it's a pseudo currency because they refuse to define it as such but anyway, I think let's well, not get I bogged mean, down. Look,
0: at, at the end of the day, I, I understand what um, Chris's argument is: is that people do have genuine fears of the ZIM dollar,
2: and, and the governors reaffirmed that multiple times.
0: And once once people get the perception or believe that this is an actual ZIM dollar, which now it is a currency, so it is yeah. technically, then the uh, the, the buy-in to use it can I ask will, you guys a will question? Will not will not be there.
2: You're assuming that by the nomenclature of saying a currency, all currencies are the same. So in other words, you're assuming that by me saying the bond note is a currency, it actually makes it generically the same as a Zimbabwean dollar note.
1: No, not necessarily. Like I said, I'm not an economist. I'm saying currencies operate in a certain way. In various ways, right? In, in various ways, and one of the the, the the definitive characters, in my limited understanding, admittedly, of a currency is that it can be openly traded on international markets. You can take it across the borders. Secondly, it would naturally have uh, uh, an exchange rate to other currencies. The fact that you're pegging this pseudo currency, I'm not going to on the on the U.S. dollars makes it either a. It's not a currency. Or in, if it is a currency, Probably then call it what it is and let it float. Probably more than float.
2: 40, 40 currencies in the world are actually pegged to other currencies.
1: Like uh, the Chinese?
2: Yes. So but anyway, trade let's to the, let, the issue real quick. What makes the bond note different from a Zimbabwean dollar? Sure. Yeah. They are both currencies. But why a bond note is a bond note, not a Zimbabwean dollar note? Exactly. Is the actual instrumentation of how it actually keeps its value. Now, if it was a Zim dollar, it would actually mean that all valuation metrics would be based on the actions of the central bank. So in other words, if, let's say, the Zim dollar was to be introduced at one is to one with the U.S. dollar, it would mean that the central bank, through monetary and fiscal um, mechanisms, would have to keep the value of a Zim dollar note one is to one. So in other words, it would probably mean that it would actually have to acquire more reserves of U.S. dollars. Or it would probably have to encourage more um, um, exports and more imports, right? This is all hinged on the central bank. That is why that would be a sovereign. And the treasury. That's how it would be a sovereign Zimbabwean dollar note, right? The reason why it is not is, is because the RBZ actually with bond notes does not have those responsibilities. What it simply does, which is also a currency but with different instrumentation, is you peg... This note to the U.S. dollar through a loan facility, which guarantees that. Hence, the difference between this and the bond and the Zimbabwe dollar of 2007 is that the RBZ actually had to keep the value of the ZIM dollar at a certain exchange rate. This RBZ today doesn't have to; it just has a loan facility, which it actually has to then pay back. Later. So,
1: so now um, I completely understand that uh, bond notes value are pegged on this Afrimix bank yep. loan or to a maximum of $200 million. Yes. So they can't lose value as long as that Afrimix bank exactly. facility is available. Um, whereas when the monetary policy and fiscal policy is being made by your, um, central, bank. your central bank and your treasury, um, the market can react um, based on how good or bad those policies are. Has anyone seen the terms of this loan or this facility from Afrimix Bank so that they can make an informed decision whether this, this policy or this monetary or this, this facility is stable and strong enough to maintain the value of the currency at one-to-one to the U.S.?
2: Now, that is actually the, what's the, the contentious point where bond notes, and I think that's where the discussion should lie. Let's get over the fact that it is not a Zim dollar. But if you're saying it's not a Zim dollar, give us more clarity in the actual mechanisms of the loan facility. Now, the RBZ hasn't been transparent, as well as the Africism Bank, been transparent that, okay, how is this loan facility actually being facilitated? What are the interest rates on that loan? Um, what are the concrete details? Is there a documentation of um, agreement? Is there Now, that is where, and I think to a certain extent, even certain people who actually buy into the idea of a bond note actually still have that we don't
1: know What's like eventually, what are we going to have to give for this loan? How are we going to pay and it back? Where's the money coming from? Have uh, we just mortgaged our interest. future on uh, this gamble so Mangujia can sign a pretty piece of paper and allow these guys to finance the election efforts in 2018? Which piece of paper? Oh, has the, sign- bond the bond oh, note. Oh, the bond the note yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not actually pretty, <laughs> but uh, like, <laughs> look, I have to find something positive in it.
2: <laughs> so, I think in terms of bonus for me, that's where I kind of get off the bus. like Be transparent in the facility because if the facility is there, and if you can actually trace the facility, then there's no problem. But you're actually exacerbating the suspicion by not actually being transparent that what is the facility? Where's the facility?
0: What I want to know is this issue of this import incentive because I'm using... Export Export incentive. incentive. Export incentive. My bad. Um, I'm using bond notes. I don't export... Unless it's data or (laughs) uh, unless it's tweets (laughs) to the United United States, States. you know what I mean? I don't export Export. anything. Um, And I'm sure millions of other Zimbabweans don't export anything, but they have been given this This export export incentive incentive to use. How does that work? What is this export incentive? How is it beneficial to me, Chris Charamba, who exports tweets to the United States?
2: If your tweets had value,
1: so let's say if you sold Oh, your, Chris, I think your tweets had value. Don't listen <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> I mean, like, if they had a monetary value.
2: <laughs> if you were selling your tweets, Chris, at $5 a pop, and let's say over the month of December, you tweeted 100 times, so let's say you've exported $500 worth, you would then get your um, foreign fans or followers to actually pay you that money you take to a bank. You deposit that money, you get a five percent interest. So what's five percent of five hundred bucks? Um, really 25, so twenty-five bucks. Yeah. So you get so you get twenty-five bucks from the RBZ that actually with your um your documentation that yes these are ex- exports deposited into your account. That's, right. that's, that's so really you now
1: have 525 five hundred twenty-five dollars. Yes. Not five hundred dollars and twenty-five
2: pounds. Nope.
0: But where does, where, where does the $25 come from? from? From the RBZ? From the 200 million. From thing. the 200 million SIM loan? No,
2: that's not restricted to the Africa. The, the notes in circulation are what that facility is for. Okay. The money that's being given as an incentive is actually RBZ or Treasury money. <laughs> but does See, R-B-Z That I didn't the, know, and that
1: really <laughs> raises a lot more questions. Where why, are they finding the yeah, money if they R-B-Z can't Z-B-Z pay have workers? Money? if they can't even pay workers on a month-to-month basis, and they're barely meeting any of their balance or international loan requirements, where are they going to find millions of dollars to pay... For the 5%? Yeah.
0: Or the 3% when... If,
1: if, if, I'm, if I'm a gold producer and I export $200 million worth of gold this year, where are they going to find that? Because that's a, that's a significant amount.
2: I'll give you an example. So, when you export or import, you have value-added tax. The more you actually... Um, export the more receipts you're actually giving government. So, by you actually selling your tweets, you're actually increasing the fiscus. That's where they're getting the money. Okay. Right. So, so, you basically put it this way I would also then look at it as you're getting a share of what you actually deserve. So,
1: why didn't they just cut value added tax or cut taxes to the businesses and then increase? And decrease the cost of doing business in Zimbabwe, which would have a long, in my opinion, and a long term benefit. benefit. So you decrease tariffs, you make it less expensive for the same gold for manufacturer or the same Twitter follower, make data cheaper so he can tweet more as my opposed to giving him money after.
2: My main criticism of bond notes is it's an instrumentation which you're putting in place, right? Yet it is probably the most difficult to execute when there are other. Issues that you can actually
0: resolve before relying on a bond. Note.
2: No, that's
1: exactly Th- this right.
0: This is this is I think what a <laughs> lot of people and a lot of people that I've spoken to, um, other economists when when I when I called them, were saying was that this bond note situation seems like it's a. A gamble and a very big gamble, huge gamble, by the way. A very big gamble when there were other things that could have been reverted more to, basic, and which and
2: then gives suspicion to the intention. Because, like, let's say if you're really serious about fixing your current account or capital account balance, which is your exports minus, in- imports, yeah. make business easier here, yeah. yeah, make processes um, swift, make kill corruption. Make, do all the good things Can that it, enable just, just, your that people to, to actually export in yeah. any other day. But don't then, offer them 25 bucks for your tweets when in any other day they can't actually get <laughs> okay. you
0: know? money. So. That's, so this is the thing is that millions of Zimbabweans can't export. And if we look at the list of the people that actually do export, you're likely to find that they have connections Within the government, or they are government yeah. officials, or they, are, you know, these kind of businesses. So the money is kind of circulating in the same circles. When really the people who should be benefiting, in terms of inc- once you increase ex- exports and businesses grow, I believe are your SMEs. In that you have yeah, to definitely. get you have to get new businesses going. Your you have to get people actively employed paying taxes, that kind of thing. Your formal economy has to grow, which I don't see how. I I, I have a very limited understanding on this bond notes issue, but I don't see how that's going to benefit the formal economy in terms of growing it in size. And
1: if I was to open a little electronics shop here as an SME trying to sell my cell phones, most of the people eventually, and this is what I foresee happening, and I don't know if it's going to be correct or not, at least... A certain percentage of my receipts are going to be in bond notes now. Right now, factually speaking, ex- making a payment outside of the country is almost impossible. It's very difficult. You have to get RBZ um, approval. Are bond notes going to make that easier? I don't think so. So, what have they actually solved? If, if you can't. In, if they're saying oh, we're trying to stop externalization of US dollars, fine, you can use the bond notes here. But now that the bond notes are here, you, the assumption is that they've freed, they freed up some US dollars so that now if I want to buy you know, my small house from England, the flowers, I can swipe my card with without getting Mangujia's permission.
2: Here's the, the limitation with many. You have a small house policies. in England? <laughs> <laughs> the limitation with many government I policies <laughs> is we interpret them halfway. So for instance, it's the same thing with this whole special economic zones thingy. But that's another. Take these, this idea of um, an export incentive, right? Basically what you guys are saying indirectly is a question we should be asked to government. Import incentives aren't supposed to be a reward structure. They're actually supposed to be an enabling structure. By you saying we'll pay Chris $25 for 500 tweets, that is a reward. Mm-hmm. But you're not making the business environment easier for business to actually export. Yeah, no, that is so. In terms of the limitations of it being an export incentive, it's an export
0: reward, not an incentive. So, so they're bribing us to accept a new currency. You, I, I can't <laughs> even call it a bribe because at the end of the day, I'm not an exporter. Yeah, and the other, the other. It, um, Incentive, I think, is when you get remittances. Yeah. So when your small house in England sends, mm-hmm. you, sends you money, money back you, get, <laughs> you get you get three percent. Which at the end of the day, I mean, look, I'm not going to be. I think maybe I think maybe we should put it out. Let's see if it actually works. So all those people listening to our podcast in the yeah. UK, in Australia, in the US, please send us money. We want to see if this <laughs> is... This, for 3% is worth. you can your account get
2: your <laughs> Politics and beyond. Rather, um, I
0: rather,
1: I will send you money and then you can send it back to me and I'll have 3 extra percent when it gets here. That's actually true. If I can get US dollars out of this country, if I, for example, if I were to cross to Messina with $100 US in my pocket, go to Mukuru, at Messina... And transfer it back to myself, when I get here, there will be an added
2: 3%. But then you've got like um, what you call like um, capital rest- restrictions, which basically, like, so let's say, yeah, you can do that with 100 bucks, but you can't do that with, I think it's 10,000 bucks, you can't cross the border. 3% yeah, but 3% I mean, is the
0: difference. Can't get k- k- mm. December, I'm mm. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, um, mm. back to the seriousness of, of bond notes, one of the issues has been around this uh, Gershom's Law that bad money drives out good, good money. And banks right now, standard charted, if you go to the bank, they'll give you, well, on Monday, they were giving you 50 US dollars in US dollars and 50 bond notes. So 50 US dollars and 50 bond notes, right? and so far the money that i've used or i've tried to get rid of is bond notes right i I've, I've not touched the us dollars and i think a lot of people are the same is that they'd rather get rid of the bond notes because they don't want to keep them rather than use keep the U, and keep the us dollars on them so how how do you combat this I think it's I think it's going to be a major problem
2: answered um, Henry's first question when you said when Henry said why don't you just put the 200 million into the market is because of debt because what tends to happen is like Chris said okay so you've got 5050 US and bond notes but you're impulsively going to use the bond notes first right yeah but if time goes if at least let's say three months goes and you still see that the bond note is legitimate you still feel the comfort of actually going to buy You get change in it. It's interchangeable. And you see, what you've done is you're now primed to accept more of it on the market. So for instance, if they had just thrown in the 200 million today and everybody did what you were saying, what it would do is it exhausts the whole facility without actually getting the facility to actually get into people.
1: that's why I completely agree with the psychology of doing that. But... I don't see it positively. I genuinely see it as a nefarious way to make people accept something
2: unpleasant. I would argue then, like, from a point of view, like, okay, so let's take general sentiment, which is very uh, generalization. Yeah. On Sunday, there was very, like, there was great skepticism, right? Towards yeah. Bond notes. yeah. We've had the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Would you somewhat agree that the sentiment is actually improving over the past four days? Yeah, definitely. So that's what the intention is long like say hopefully by three months time, do you get on trying to say?
0: Yeah, no, I get so, that. But at the end of the day, right, is I think you're going to find people holding on to US dollars, whether it's, you know, under the mattress, wherever, um, national <laughs> mattress bank, N M B and all these, mm-hmm. you know, sorts of things, and using the bond notes more. So are people actually going to be banking their U.S. dollars? Because if I go to the bank today and I bank 100 U.S. dollars, when I take it out, it's going to come as 50 bond notes
2: and 50 U.S. dollars. But the reason why the RBZ is actually, so yes, there's that impulse in people. But what you do is you actually limit bond notes to the point where you can't continue living with storing your U.S. dollars. US dollars. So okay. basically they've just put like what, 12 million on the market. Yeah. I don't know when you'll inject the $5 notes or extend. But basically, the bond notes on the market right now are not yet enough for people to convenience. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, I still need to use Kayu's kind of thing. Yeah. No.
0: So, yeah. Um, on that, I think the RBZ said that by December, there should be $75 million worth notes. of bond notes in circulation. So right. I'm assuming that the $5 notes will so probably come my, soon. my...
1: And this is, I suppose, you might not have an answer to this. My, What I've seen with uh, some banks, when you want to make an external payment, you might have $10,000 in your account, mm-hmm. um, money that's been rtgs from wherever it came from, but you want to transfer $1,000 to South Africa. And they'll say, yeah, if you bring us the US dollars tomorrow, we'll do that transfer for you. But if you want us to do that transfer from the money that's already in your account, we can't. So now, you know, when you now have, more and more bond notes coming in first of all, a do you think banks are going to be able to get enough reserves in this country to replenish their nostro accounts secondly if they can't do that how am i going to transfer when i've now only got when when you know 75 million i suppose i don't know how much money is actually circulating at the count when of my thousand u.s dollars now 35 percent of that is in bond notes but i still need to transfer 35 percent out
2: Um, I guess the answer to that would be from you. That's when you then take bond notes in the entire context. The reason for bond notes is that the term we like to use is holistic approach. There's actually a lag between the amount of U.S. dollars available for transactions going outwards. So the whole idea of actually having bond notes is over time. You're trying to build back U.S. dollars. So, as in terms of today, yes, you have 10,000 bucks in your account, but you can actually transact with that entire 10,000. That is the reality of today. But the mechanism is to work so that by increasing exports, you are now trying to bring back US dollars into the economy. That hopefully by January, February, that 10,000 you have, you can easily.
1: But my point is there's a limited productive capacity in this country. Which is why
2: then the holistic approach is if saying you, that don't just look at bond notes by themselves. Yeah, no. Look at I'm, them as an instrument which is actually with statutory instrument 64 and. And nothing further. else. <laughs> nothing no. else
1: at this moment. I mean, command, what else is, is there really? It, it just seems like we said that it's a very difficult way to achieve. Uh, you know, increasing productive capacity, or why wouldn't? And maybe he'll he'll, he'll pull a um, Shinawatra will pull a, a shocker on us and genuinely, significantly decrease the government wage bill on the eighth of the December. The problem with but that it just argument seems that is
2: yet arguing extent, which I don't think there's a right or wrong. Why I say that is because what you'll find this quarter compared to last year, last quarter, is someone will argue that we've actually had um, we've reduced. 2.6 billion bucks on our trade deficit. Yeah. So someone can then argue saying, yeah, as you can see, it's a work in progress. So if we can keep that trend, it means we've reduced 5 billion by the time we're next year. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, it's not a... It's economics, which uh, is a social yeah, science. It, there's and, yeah. like a lot of <laughs> space. There's a margin for dispute there where somebody can then say to you, nah, it's a holistic approach. Well, we'll get to that point. So I, I, al-
0: I also think that arguing bond notes today is, I mean, it's very necessary, but at the same time, we we can't. Actually, yeah, it's very inconclusive. We can't make a a comprehensive um, analysis on the effect because they've only been in the economy for four days or yeah. so. So it's going to take some time, and hopefully, my hope is that it actually works. I think because It'll get we to- need we need something positive for our economy. I don't know if the, I don't believe this was the right method to to go, but now that it's here, I do hope it works. I think it's, because if it doesn't work, then it will only affect our economy you know, much worse than it is here's, today.
1: Here's one of my 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 problems with with we're being attacked. A lot of us are bond skeptics, as we as or people that have been vehemently against bond notes um quite a lot on twitter at the moment because it seems like we're anti-zimbabwean by saying bond notes should fail or that we're saying we're somehow want the people to suffer because oh we've you know in our whatever north of samora wherever you live you're comfortable enough that no matter what happens with the economy you'll still be okay or oh, you've waited and whatever but that's not really what we're saying i'll give you an example of the implementation of this it's it's And Manguji has gone out of his way and has done a lot more than any other a lot of other government ministers when they're implementing projects, but it still shows a level of disregard for the opinions of the people. It shows a lot of disregard for what people think and i 'll give you a, a perfect example is that um, a number of times they said that they would set up an independent commission um, to oversee the printing or the the coming of bond notes. So my understanding was that they would get captains of industries, even their own appointees, even people that are staunchly with the regime um, to basically rubber stamp this. But they haven't even cared enough to give us a dummy organization that would rubber stamp these bond notes. They went and released them by themselves with their own volition after saying that they're going to have an independent commission. And we've accepted them, we're using them, basically saying to the government that, look, these people will keep taking whatever we feed them, no matter what, no matter how right or wrong it is.
0: Look, I, I, I think there is nothing wrong with being against bond notes. Um, and I think people have their fears, and their fears are very legitimate. And the hope would be that the government takes into consideration the people's fears... And that they explain certain things better. They use better terminology. They engage the people. I know one of the issues right now that um, Honourable Ch- uh, Chibaya from Mkoba brought up was that this is, the, in the, this, is, this is in Parliament yesterday during question and answer. Was that there's a parliamentary committee going around asking people questions on board notes whether they. You know, want bond notes or not, whether they, yeah, whether they want bond notes or not, basically. And this committee is going around after bond notes have been introduced. released, introduced, when it should have gone around before. So these are some of the issues that, and.
2: You guys are called Vice politics President. and beyond. Yes, yeah. so we are. I was speaking most of my arguments from an economic, economic point of view. Yeah. Let me delve a bit into the
0: politics of it.
2: Um, to a large extent, I think where we go wrong as a nation, not as parties pro or anti is we've stepped away from analysis of facts. Um, where for me, what really pokes me about this whole bond note thing and why in most of my dialogues, I seem to be against the people who are against bond notes yeah. is because if you're going to be against bond notes, first accept the facts of it, of what it actually is, what it's supposed to do. It does not mean that, similarly like me, it doesn't mean that I conform with it, but I respect the facts of it, right? Now, the problem we have in Zimbabwe is you tend to find people are adamant in certain positions because they feel like it draws them to a certain um, side, pro or anti. So, for instance, I've been following the... um, no to bond note, anti-bond notes, um, demonstrations. demonstrations and social media and whatnot. From my impartial seats at home, following the tweets, I would like to see you give me reasons why you're anti-bond notes. And if you strike factual reasons, I'll support that. The people who are pro bond note, give me factual reasons and I'll support that. The problem is no offense. I still haven't from the anti-bond note people seen any factual basis that actually makes me then say, yeah, they're right. Do you get my point? It's not that I'm anti them, but I can't just support you for the sake of... Because then it then seems to me that it's coming from a political conviction more than an actual factual economic, my bank account interest.
1: I tried to give you a couple today, (laughs) which you agreed with. For example, the transparency of... Mm -hmm. um, And like you even said, Mangogir has acknowledged the long and tardy and tarnished history the Reserve Bank has with his people. Mm-hmm. So they, he should be more aware than anyone that he's got a higher... A higher and I think he's uh,
2: given the... What's the name of the anti-non-bond? Is there a name for the anti-bond? So let's say he's given the anti-bond-note movement... Um, <laughs> Enough time. Or, or, or years <laughs> yes. and, uh, now, what, Now the fact, also the fact that matters, there's also this thing which we should learn as a nation. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong, I'm also learning. And we should ask ourselves a nation. To what point does executive or um, incumbent powers vested in these people um, carry out its business without disregarding social sentiment, right? So from a governor's point of view, if he feels like putting bond notes is what's right. To a large extent, that's what he was appointed for. He knows more about monetary things than we do, right? To what extent can he then make a decision... Yet the public, let's say overwhelmingly ninety nine percent of people, let's say wouldn't want bond notes. How do you reconcile that? Do you get the point which I'm trying to ask you guys? Yeah. Like from I can... I, and I think from a societal point of view, never mind just the politics. I think as Zimbabweans, we should start um, assessing our structures of governance. To what extent do we actually? Hey, I voted for you as my MP, so you are going to make certain decisions. And how? To what extent should we let that go? And to what extent can I then say, yes, I elect you as MP, but you're now putting um, host pipes, uh, you're now allowing host pipes, if yeah. we don't want... That. To what extent do you do you get what I'm trying to say?
0: I think that's a, that's a very interesting question. And it comes to social consciousness and political awareness of people when it comes to voting people into positions Going of office. Of positions, or, yeah. Or, yeah, Because <laughs> technically, um, there are processes. So whilst the governor has responsibilities and executive powers within the space of his office. There are other processes in terms of um, legalizing, for example, bond notes that have to go through certain steps. Uh, The president used executive powers to put an emergency act, which is being challenged in the constitutional court as illegal um, because it doesn't conform with this new constitution that we have. And now the, the act is actually a bill that is being tabled in parliament. And our parliament has a majority on PF. Yeah. So you can guarantee that this act is going it to pass. Come through, right? And it's, it's a very good point in terms of what is the political awareness of the people to know that the people that we are going to vote into positions of power and not from a perspective of voting for the president, but actually just voting for your local MP I'll give you guys because question. your MP has yeah, power. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I actually think here the problem in this specific situation is the guy who was the, the predecessor to the current incumbent abused his executive mandate per se. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here's the question I'd ask, you, ask people. If the governor had listened to us when we were saying no to bond coins,
1: yeah.
2: our economy would probably be more devastated today than if he hadn't put them in. I don't I don't agree because
1: you keep speaking about a holistic perspective. Mm -hmm. If the governor had listened to us when we had said no to bond coins and the Treasury had implemented basic things like reducing wage bills, like curbing corruptions, things like that, if they had at that time, which is almost two years ago Taking right, steps, steps, when you expand so an argument So for example, like that, there's for, no winner. Yeah, lose. no, definitely. But I'm just saying that's what you did to me when we we're talking okay. about bond notes. Okay. Okay. We okay. Holistic. If we're if we're speaking about the simple liquidity crunch, mm-hmm. the RBZ is uh, ultimately the the, the, the the what's it called? There's a special there's a certain term they use for it as as bankers, but at the end of the day, he's the regulator. Mm-hmm. Um so we are moving to a cashless society he said we're encouraging everyone to use cards we're encouraging everyone to use and but he hasn't said to a bank that every one of your accounts must have cards and your banking fees must be at a set to amount so every 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 swipe transaction must be to a point that it's no less than no more than 2% of the transaction or no more than every time you go to the ATM because the reason that there's such a slow adoption of of cards is that it's still really it's expensive. expensive.
2: My actual criticism of the governor is sometimes I think he's too compromising, trying to appease different stakeholders. If I was in his position, before, like I said, bond notes is actually a difficult way of doing things. If you wanted to fix things, anybody who had, who's got space in an urban or a commercially allotted have a POS system or also move out. And exactly, the thing is that that's been done
1: before. There's precedent for that because the previous finance minister forced every single one to have VAT to have VAT transactions. So you needed to have a point of sale that Which has is why VAT the on the criticism
2: it. of bond notes is so it's you, a very difficult way to go take. around Yeah. This, yeah.
0: Before um, we con- um, sorry, whilst we're speaking about this on the issue of bond notes, is that now they're circulating. Yeah. But some people aren't Taking them So Miss Red uh, tweeted earlier That her doctor is not taking body notes mm-hmm. And then I asked her Does <laughs> he have swipe or eco And she says he's waiting For his POS machine on to come list. He's on a waiting list oh, okay. And she she did, doesn't she, have- he, he has eco has. He has eco-cash, but she doesn't have eco-cash, and she doesn't use an Econet line, yeah. which is, which yeah, is very valid. Own, yeah, it's but her but own it's, choice. It's also choice yeah, not yeah. to take bond notes. It, no, it <laughs> is also. And I asked her why isn't he taking bond notes, and she said because he can't tell whether they're genuine or not. And there have been some discrepancies shared mm-hmm. on social media regarding the security features and that sort of thing. So, I mean, they're four days into the economy, but people already have these big fears. And if people like doctors... Aren't taking bond notes, yeah, and you only have bond notes to go and pay. Now you have to go out of your way if you don't have eco cash to find someone with eco cash. I know that it it might no, it's it's a serious issue to a lot of people, and I don't know how. (laughs) Let me tell you also where our politics goes
1: wrong. Yeah,
2: in our political arguments and (laughs) debates, is we've also lost the idea of. Justifiable patriotism. Why do I say that? There are certain actions that a citizen is not obliged to, but that a citizen is um, are in the best interest of a nation for a citizen to take. What we've actually done by polarizing ourselves politically is we've cleared, like we've erased that um, margin of patriotism. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So while assuming, ideally. Zimbabwe was politically, you know, yes we would have pro anti you would have some sort of behavior which you would say is pro-Zimbabwe what you'll find, not often spoken about as Zim, is a lot of if I can use the word economic sabotage is actually not done through bad policy, but actually through other companies which you would be embarrassed to actually name out, do you yeah. get what I'm trying to say so a lot of currency manipulation is actually done by somewhat family friendly
0: banks I think yeah, what I think, but,
1: what, but the thing is to talk about patriotism in that way, right? Is and I hate to personalize it, but a lot of us are being called unpatriotic for being anti-bond notes and everything like that. But the unpatriotic thing would be to think, ah, geez, this thing is shit; it's going to fail, and then sit back and say, "God no, don't get too old. No, but I, like it's more patriotic to say you're going to fail. Don't I do this. You. Don't enforce no, it on, upon us.
0: I, I, I completely agree. It does come to that issue where this anti bond notes thing is happening. And people ask the question okay, it seems as if people actually want bond notes to fail. I think that's, that's, there's, I don't know if there's a a line, line. I think it's a very fine line between people actually uh, voicing their genuine fears and people actually waiting and saying, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. I hope it fails. I hope it fails. And when it does fail, then come out and say, I told you it's going to fail. Yeah. So that harms all of us. So that's the thing. That argument. So but I, the thing is, I'm very concerned about that argument. In look, I, do, I would not have gone the bond notes option, but they are here. How do we work best with the situation that we have? whilst we are still trying to find alternatives and alternative ways to change this situation. I
1: can, I can agree with that. I can I can take bond notes with all prejudice. I'm going to be paying my rates. I'll be paying Zesa with bond notes. I'm not going to take them to a business I respect. Sure. I'll pay the government in their notes <laughs> and their money. And I'm literally, that's my form of acceptance of bond notes. I don't necessarily want them to fail because while I might be okay, but... The thing is, the level of, of, of like you were saying, um, uh, back to to to, sorry, back to people wanting them to fail. That's not really the case. And in fact, if we actually go back to the root causes of it, externalisation of money is not really the government. It's private sector. These same banks that are now crying foul and complaining about their nostril accounts looted, being looted, um, are, are are because of you know we're doing it themselves. CBZ being the worst offender who John Mangujo was in charge of for the last how many years, so he 's solving his own problems that he created at his own bank, even to this day and you know my understanding of of bond notes or what a bond is um, sort of leads me to to see the similarities in you know the first three years when first year since two thousand and thirteen when uh, they were flooding the markets with treasury bills um, to the point that I, my my um, and i 'm sure there's a more John robertson uh, an economist actually alluded to the fact that the reason the a big reason you might have this is a lot of the private sector money that was left in sim was being sucked up by treasury bills, and now the market is saturated with them yep. to the point that they had to find some other more creative way so Perhaps we might say this is a very difficult way for them to, but they probably had no choice because behind the scenes they've done something so terrible because one wonders how they've been paying salaries all this time when they've had no money.
2: What you've actually just said is also another cusp of the problem. The fact of the matter is this. Government has to adjust its... to, to respect its economic role as an entity. Policy economic agents, even if they're private, will not work out until government starts to respect the fact that public perception of credibility matters. Yeah. Just because you are the Preach. regulatory institution or because you are the incumbent. And like I said, it goes back to that, um, to what extent does the executive have to actually execute a mandate on behalf of the people? You've got to conduct your business based largely on credibility. Now, the example you gave of Red's doctor, what he's lacking is credibility. Now, yes, someone like me can say, man, act the patriotic way. But then you can't push him because at the end of the day, there's got to be credibility in patriotism. So one thing, and I do acknowledge that Mangujik actually acknowledges is government has a ways to go in actually getting its credibility back for policy, For social trust, of which why I'd asked for a U.S. dollar early on when I was trying to explain bond notes, when when you were saying, what is a a currency? The fact of the matter is, (laughs) currency is just a medium of exchange which people use on faith that there's an instrument behind behind it. Now, if you're going to take the faith and trust aspect, most of the criticism for the Zimbabwean bond notes is exactly that. While you may have all these factual instrumentations I've explained to you, On top of all of that, there's got to
0: be faith in in the currency. Unfortunately, plenty of behavior doesn't give that. I mean, on the issue of faith, I asked the question uh, on my Facebook and Twitter the other day. What's the difference between a bond note and a dirty U.S. dollar? because you can't take a dirty U.S. dollar outside the country and use it, say, to South Africa, Zambia. Mm-hmm. You can take it to the Fed Reserve in the United States, it's but, you know, no very few going there. Yeah, <laughs> very few people are going there. And, you know, Pastor Ivan might be one of the lucky <laughs> <few>. <laughs> but, Shots fired! <laughs> but generally, you know, um, very few people are going there. So what's the difference? Because I can't use it in South Africa. And someone said to me that the difference is that they have faith that the dirty U.S. dollar as dirty as it is will hold its value there's no faith that the bond note tomorrow will still be one to one with the us dollar and i think we've discussed as much as, as much we, we can should, we, uh, we might even come back in 3 months when yeah when when i when, think we should look at it in 3 months the
1: jury i is think out so.
2: for like but then the, the nice thing about these policies is it takes they say it takes a quarter to actually have enough metrics to see whether a policy or a instrument, or whatever, actually works. So it takes time. Let's so see if it actually what 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 is the measure of
1: success for a bond note? What 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 actually is is the the
2: measure of success? When I get
0: paid for my tweets. <laughs> for because me,
2: what it aims, or at least what we must focus for it to do, is, ironically, never mind the liquidity issue. Yeah what it should actually do is by June next year, what you must have is a situation where your import bill is shrunk and your export bill is... That is for me, even though it's a liquidity issue. Yeah, no, I
1: completely agree with you on that um, because that's the same thing I was saying that they should fix before they start going to bond notes. But my point is, will it have worked if, um, if we still can't send money overseas freely or or it's still very difficult for us to pay bills. Um, For example if you've got a child at university um, even in South Africa it's not going to be easy and liquidity might be fine um, but you know
2: You've opened a segue for another discussion which is important though to understand where bond notes came from The fact of the matter is guys we're using the most envied currency and the strongest currency in the world right now so yes, to a large extent, there's been incompetence. But even generally, globally, by using the US dollar, we are already vulnerable to a lot of challenges that are put us in this situation. So I'm just saying that so that I don't think a lot of Zimbabweans agree that this liquidity crisis going on in Zim yeah. is also going on in Zambia. It's, it's just that they've got their own currencies. currency
1: to to to, to print their checks. US dollar, for sure. <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, so I think maybe if. Uh, we should uh, start trying to wrap it up now, but um,
2: bring back a ZIM doll. If you guys, um, the <laughs> I'm
1: listeners, in, you, in two, three years. On that note, if you guys want to hear Chris speak <laughs> about, about bringing <laughs> back the US dollar, Zim let dollar. us know, and we'll have him back even as early as next week. We can uh, chuck a, a special, a special episode for you, for you guys in there, as we wind okay. down for for Christmas. Uh, but yeah, thanks uh, everyone for listening. Um, I hope you were informed. I uh, was lucky enough not to have any names to say today. <laughs> but.
0: Yeah, no, thank you very much for listening. Um, please do follow our page on Facebook, Beyond Poly, uh, Politics and Beyond on Facebook. Follow our Twitter handle, Beyond ZW. Um, tweet us, hit yeah. us up on Facebook, listen um, to our SoundCloud, let us know what you think. Yes. Um,
2: You're on social media, yeah, Chris? Yes, at Chris Jenga on Twitter. Yeah. And Christian
0: on Facebook. <laughs> so, yeah, do follow no Christian. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, seriously. No, we let, want to see what you do <laughs> on your weekends. Let yes, I'm actually,
2: you know what? The, uh, unfortunately, I have to say, I'm actually upset we didn't name drop in terms of politics. I really want to go into, like. You can politics. come back. Can, <laughs> yeah.
1: Drop a name. Um, thanks, I'm at uh, Henry Beatty on Twitter, and uh, you don't need my Facebook.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> cheers. Yes. Capital 263.